0: Hey, you guys, I just wanted to take this opportunity and to let you know we have the up-and-coming Game Changers Summit live coming up on January 27th to twenty nine. a three-day virtual experience with 24 world-class game-changing leaders from around the world. Uh, we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, marketing, branding, personal development, health, uh, self-mastery, business and leadership, just to mention a few. Uh, we're gonna be featuring Dr. John D. Martini, Marshall Goldsmith, Bob Berg. Uh, we're gonna be featuring the uh Instagram influencer Natasha Grano and many, many more. Now you can you can become a participant in the Game Changer Summit live for free. All you have to do is go to the following URL, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.thegamechangerssummit.com forward slash sign up hyphen form for more information click on the link below uh, because honestly this is probably the David versus Goliath of all summits it is the summit of the year see you soon take care and we'll see you there this is the game changers experience Hello everybody and welcome to the Game Changers Experience podcast with myself Adam Strong. And today we have a special show, as you know, uh, we have the Game Changer Summit Specials, which is, and we've got an amazing speaker on today. Uh, his name is called Haru Dinas and he is the founder of Skin HQ. He's a serial entrepreneur and is also a best-selling author with a book called Freedom Franchise, where, where he, wrote, he was the co-author of that book. And he's also got another book coming out here in 2021, possibly 22, we just see how that goes. So so, Haroon, just want to
1: say welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: So, listen, interesting because I know that we've spoken a lot offline and you're in the skincare business, but I'd love to know why skincare. What was the opportunity? Because I mean, you know, you've got businesses, you know, already, and then you went into skincare, which is really interesting. And I'd love to know why skincare, why is it important to you? And what was the opportunity, what, what were the opportunities that you saw there?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, basically, it was a series of events that led me to to skincare. I, I was, like you mentioned, I was doing some businesses already, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to find a business that worked originally, and then um, I I kind of stumbled upon skincare, upon uh, analysis of the market, the industry, uh, and it was around 2010, and the uh, UK was just coming out of or well, kind of in the middle of a recession uh, at that time. And that's right. I noticed that the beauty industry was an industry that was still growing throughout that recession. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I kind of realized that the reason it was growing was there were so many changes in people's lives. There's so much uncertainty. People needed to look better, to feel better. They, mm-hmm. were, they, they, they turned to, to, to beauty, uh, the beauty industry to try and be the best version of themselves and feel good. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it an ed- industry I wanted to get involved with. But I didn't really fancy the whole uh you know the nails and lashes and that type of thing. It wasn't really me. I didn't feel really comfortable with that. But like a beauty skin, bar, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I just didn't it just didn't it wasn't something that uh, I felt comfortable with. Um mm. but I felt more comfortable comfortable with skin. Um because that is something that I I I uh, I was interested in as well. So um yeah. Uh, like I said, I was looking for a business that worked originally, mm. but once I started to get into the business and once we we launched our first clinic, uh, I really started to realise how much of a positive e- effect it had on people's lives, and that's what kept me in the industry basically. Mm. And um, it's really early on in the growth of the kind of skincare aesthetics industry in the UK. But uh, I, I had a vision. I, I started to develop a vision of where the industry was going. And I stayed with it for, for the last 10 years. Wow. And uh, here we are with Skin HQ, yes. Fantastic. Very interesting.
0: And compared to some of your, your other businesses that you do, which is very different from what Skin HQ does, very different. And what I love about you is that you assess the market, right? You saw an opportunity and then you kind of jumped in, and then you thought you know what let's give this a shot and see how it goes you know i, I can't i kind of like that that's just what entrepreneurs do right
1: <laughs> yeah 100 percent but i think unless you try uh, something you, you're gonna have an interest in it but then once you try yeah. it you learn you can see what the market is showing you mm. but you can only really see the potential and get the vision of where the market is going mm-hmm. once you're within the business mm. so you know like i'm like you mentioned i'm involved with other businesses which, which I, you know, I enjoy being involved with, but I haven't got the same type of vision that I do for Skin HQ, um, And, um, you know, that's, it just shows the potential of the industry, basically.
0: You know, I, I actually had a, a really uh, great epiphany because I know that some of our listeners, whether, I mean, they're all on different journeys. Some of them are startups. Some of them are already in successful business around the globe. Any, I suppose, for <laughs> a startup company, you know, where, where they've got to, I suppose, condition their mindset and so forth. Have you got any advice for sort of company uh, people that are going into entrepreneurship where they, where they maybe identified an opportunity, a market, uh, a passion or whatever it is, you know, in terms of, do you have any tips and advice about, okay, so I've got this opportunity or I've seen this problem that I want to solve in the world. How do I get, how do I go about getting started? how did you get started apart from just magically raise the money? I mean, did you raise money? I mean, tell us a little bit more about the story around that.
1: I mean, when I started, I I invested like 500 pounds. I just got a place open. It's a service-based business. We had, um, we had very little uh, expense to, to get it started. So I started it like that. And then I learned about, um, and we we were building up the business and obviously the, the early days—that's what you do. You just uh, you kind of just survive. <laughs> so, but then further to that, I found other different technologies um, that were in America that we that weren't around in the UK. Things uh, treatments to help uh, break down, uh, and then I started to uh, invest in those uh, those technologies and started to bring them to the UK. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I realized that the once I uh, invested in the right technologies, it kind of made the the business the revenue jump. So, um, so it's a gradual thing. Uh, one thing I'll say uh, for for anyone who's new coming into a business, uh, if you really believe in the idea, you know, you have to start, and you got to be fluid. You got to you know, you got to mold. You you've got to keep your vision. That's the one thing that doesn't get tampered. Mm. You have to keep your vision and. Uh, and to be honest, I didn't really do that in the first few years. So I kind of could have got to where I am now much earlier, kind of, you know, if if I would have just stuck to my vision. But um, lots of things coming your way, lots of things uh, distractions, distractions, of distractions, man. Though. But if you really look, if you, you really think deeply, you you actually knew the vision all along, mm. and uh, you just ignored it. And but what happens is once you get past those distractions, those barriers, then you realize, actually, this is it. I don't need anything else. I just need to stick to this vision and everything will fall into place. As long as I stick to my values and my vision and the brand just gets built around that. And that's, that's, that's the best advice I can kind of give.
0: Fantastic. That's some great advice. Um, In terms of, uh, I mean, you know the coronavirus, you know, the pandemic and stuff has really kind of impacted a lot of businesses around the world. It's kind of been a bit of a, a shitstorm for most people. Um, <laughs> but your 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 businesses actually thrived during the pandemic, um, which is really interesting. And I'd love to know, you know, where were the opportunities that you saw, you know, and why is it that so many people continue to struggle, whereas you haven't? I'd love to get some more insights about that.
1: This is another great example. Stick to your vision. So mm. basically, like I said, when I got into this industry, I got into our time, following the, the last kind of big recession, 2010. Yeah. The industry grew. Uh, when this pandemic all started, uh, I think it was the March the March the 21st or something last year when Some we went to lockdown. Mm. Yeah. And um, when that all started, there's panic everywhere. And um, but personally, I knew what was going to happen in terms of skin HQ's business i knew uh, the country was going to go into recession it was obvious everything was closing so i knew the company would go into recession and uh, and i expected the demand for our services to increase um, and not just thinking of it in the business point of view but thinking of the of the our clients and the people's point of view but suddenly when you have all these changes you need to be comforted you need to feel you're healthy, you need to feel that you're, you're looking after yourself. We've seen a big rise in uh, home kind of gym sa- sales and everything everywhere. And people uh, were doing like all these online training things. Mm. It's all in the same category, basically, when it comes to skincare. Mm. So this is what we expected. And, uh, and we acted accordingly. So we, we decided, first of all, um, I had this vision, but you know I had lots of staff that were also feeling like everyone else. And, and we could see what was happening on the news. So we started off, first of all, by we ran a campaign called Free Facials for our NHS heroes and key worker heroes. Nice. So we, we seen the damage that was getting done from the constant use of PPE for the nurses, doctors, and the key workers as well. Right. Uh, and uh, we, we knew that, we could, that we've got treatments that could help those people. So we launched this campaign. is a huge uh, success. I think uh, altogether it's about 24, 25,000 free facials have been signed up for. So it's like a commitment of 1.6 million pounds with of free facials for all the wow. all the heroes, we call them. So Fantastic. Uh, that really raised the spirits in the team. So that was the first step. So I knew I had this plan, this big audacious plan, but I needed my team to be kind of with me. So I, I raised their spirits and they felt much more, um, they felt much more positive because they felt like they were doing something to help in that pandemic situation. So further to that, then, then uh, I, I decided to launch the franchising of Skin Group. So, uh, I mean, it was like totally uh, against the grain, you know, like there's huge companies across the country in the UK that were closing down and, um, and it wasn't looking good for business, let's say. But I decided to expand, you know, so I decided to, because I, I really knew my vision was uh, to, to improve skin health. And they, I felt like this is the time that um, it would be needed the most. So we launched the franchising. And also, like I say, the industry grows during these uh, economic downturns. So um, we launched the franchising. Within one month, we had 1,200 applications for the franchise all over the world. And um, a lot of people in businesses, they didn't have such a positive outlook uh, following this pandemic and the effects on their businesses weren't so great. So they wanted to kind of uh, invest in. In other types of businesses which had a better outlook, so so yeah, we launched a franchising, 1200 applications. Uh, we're into the pandemic last year with five locations of CNHU, five treatment centers. We're now on, I think, 18 in the UK. And you know, I'm in Dubai now opening the Dubai clinic, we've got 10 opening in uh, New Zealand through uh, through a master franchise. Wow, uh, so we're opening all over the world, Fantastic. and uh, it's It's upon uh, sticking to the vision and uh, and knowing, you know, what's how the market's going to react. And yeah, that's, that's how we got here. basically. Very cool. Very cool.
0: Listen, I know that you mentioned the word vision probably on at least half a dozen times in our conversation. And I'm just finding it fascinating to the point where, okay, okay. This vision thing, right. Tell me more about it. Where did it come from? Where did the ideologies develop? And for a lot of our listeners, how important is it to create a compelling vision that's going to help them propel them forwards in moving into twenty one?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's basically looking past all the small things and 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 looking at the 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 end game, you mm. know. So mm. so for when I say vision, what I mean is um, we have let's say we go right to the beginning with Skin HQ, we're, we're a clinic that offers skin treatments. Uh, We help people look and feel great uh, by looking after their skin. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we do. Now, wherever we are, we have a catchment area. So there's only so many people that will travel so far to come to our clinics. And every time we open a clinic, we're creating good, secure jobs for for our therapists and the staff in the clinic. The more jobs we create, the more skin we improve. Mm -hmm. So our mission is improve skin health whilst creating good, secure jobs around the world. So that's our mission, right? So we know... That people are coming to us for their skincare. So the more clinics we open, the more people we can help. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that we create this whole brand ecosystem, all around skin health, and um, that's the vision. Mm-hmm. So all these other things that will come in the way, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You just you just need to just push out the way. The vision is this is what we're doing, mm-hmm. and and things will come. And like I say, you got to be fluid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to you're, you you got to be flexible, but yeah. the pandemic has come. We knew what to expect, we reacted accordingly, and um, and uh, and it's worked really well for our business. It's helped Very us good. get to our vision. Interesting,
0: and and you know I so agree with what you're saying with regards to the whole kind of you know mission statement and vision, and I suppose you know in in, in, in saying for myself, including you, is to make sure that you're doing activities based around. You know that it's going to align to the vision that you want to achieve right the long-term vision that you want to achieve and push all the other things that's going to come your way that isn't related to that vision do you know what i mean because i'm sure you get i mean i don't know about you but on a daily basis my phone goes bing 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 and i get an opportunity Oh, do you want to do this when i'm like yeah but it doesn't really align to me so no thanks i'll turn it down um i'm sure you get the same right (laughs)
1: Especially at the moment, uh, and there's, there's so much opportunity out there and y- you can try and do everything if you want to, but in the end you realize you're putting 10% of your capabilities in each thing. Yeah. So you need to kind of focus on, well, that's me anyway. Yeah. I mean, I've got, oh, I different- agree.
0: I mean, I agree, mate, yeah. honestly, it's like laser yeah. focus. And, and, you know, what's been really interesting because I, I, I teach this to all of our clients is that focus is more, in- more important than intelligence.
1: Definitely, and also being prolific, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be. Oh, I love be, that word, man. Prolific. Yeah, man. That's a great word. Uh, like, you gotta be the person that wakes up earlier. You gotta be the person that does the most. It's, uh, yeah, you know, trying to be, uh, trying to be the person that does one thing amazingly well, mm. and uh, and that's their that's their work done for the year. You're gonna beat them every time because you're doing so much. So you gotta be prolific in what in in what you do.
0: Love it. Very cool. So I was gonna say I mean interestingly enough because skincare, I mean you' you're, I would like to know more about you know because you you've identified a real big opportunity where you've given uh, you know a, a huge amount of resources out completely for free, right? And I know that some businesses are thinking, hey we can't afford to give this stuff away for free. Do you know what I mean? But then you created. Well, I mean, what was the? I mean, you you said that you created it. There there must have been a lot of publicity. There must have been a lot of brand awareness around the whole kind of giving away, you know, free treatments to the NHS and key workers and things like that. I mean, what has that done to your brand? More importantly, but what has that done in terms of putting you in that industry? In terms of you know you know putting you and cementing you in the industry.
1: I mean a lot of things came uh we got a lot more than we expected let's say we got a lot more than we expected I'll, I'll tell you what my motivations were yeah my motivations uh were mainly around our people so our business is as good as our people are that work in the business and how they feel mm. so my main mo- motivation was that and, and I knew that we could do something to help and I could see on the news that these people were suffering with their with their skin so So my motivation was: let's do something, let's raise, let's let's raise everyone's morale, let's get everyone really positive, everyone really hyped. That we are, we are, we are, are, we're, uh, we're a solution. We're not a problem. We we don't talk about problems. We talk about solutions. We find ways to help. Love it. That's that's how we do things. So that was my motivation. What followed was a lot of press, a lot of media. Um, I, I think there's so many companies doing lots of positive things. Mm. Uh, it just so happened that we we were kind of the only ones doing our thing. Maybe I hope other people are doing it as well. But at the time, I think we were uh, quite unique in what we were doing, and uh, it does not surprise me because um, I, I never read about it anywhere. One of my uh, one of my team members said, "Why don't we give a discount to the nurses?" I said let's let's give it for free. Why why should we charge them? Wow. Let's give it for free. Yeah. So amazing. It was like that. That was the conversation one day. Next day I told the whole team, right, let's get it all online. And next day it was like 2,000 people signed up and it just <laughs> it went on the NHS network, went around to all the all the nurses and things. So it was amazing. It's really nice. Personally, it was nice. I know lots of uh mm. our friends, people I've grown up with our nurses and things, they were, they were so happy mm. to, to be able to get this uh get this treatment. So it's really good, but but then you know I did learn something else, and that was the press. So it, it started a chain of events, which was like it's been quite incredible. Like uh, we, got, we basically we got lots of press there, so we got lots of press there, and I had entered already into some some uh, awards. Uh, I'd entered some awards uh, with Skin HQ. And um, yeah, I mean, I was optimistic, but I wasn't really thinking about it too much. Mm-hmm. But we we ended up winning those awards. It won Entrepreneur of the Year, nice. Company of the Year, and the Stevie's International Business Awards. Fantastic. And we won the Great British Entrepreneur Award. So then, because we'd won those awards and we'd already had the previous press, then we got further press. <laughs> and then then the book came out, and that became an Amazon bestseller, and it was a further press again. So when we launched we we launched the franchising. So anyone who researches us, they, they see all of this press mm. and then they also see um, that we're franchising and you know, it, it, it kind of helped things. And, it, and, and I really believe you, uh, you make your own luck, so to speak, you know? mm. so we, we were being prolific. We were doing, we were, we were moving, we weren't sitting around, you know? we were getting things done and, and everything kind of combined together. Uh, and, it, and ultimately it, it helped us with our growth.
0: I love it. You know what I love about that is the fact that it's so disruptive because it's just such a, a completely different mindset. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you know, <laughs> and, and naturally for most businesses, you know, especially if they're going through a recession or. Uh, something's happening in the economy. The first thing you do is you pull your marketing budget. You start to cut back. You get rid of your staff. <laughs> and do you know what I mean? Because that's what most businesses do. Because there's there's this kind of like safety. And but you've done something completely different. And what you've what you've shown us, and and especially to our listeners, is that actually, one second, the more that you give back, the actually, the, there's actually more prizes to give back. And uh, you can create more jobs, you can add to the economy, you can help more people and get credibility to go along with it. I mean, you've just shown uh, shown that that actually happens.
1: No, definitely. Um, Definitely. And you know what? Uh, I think, to be honest, it comes a lot from my kind of uh, upbringing. A a lot of things come from my upbringing. I'll tell you what, what I mean by that is. My, like my family uh, were involved in indi- in the restaurant industry mm-hmm. so they had Indian restaurants. So um, was this in Bangladesh? Had... Was this no, in no, Bangladesh? It's, it's in Anglesey in North Wales. Oh right okay, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> in an Anglesey in North Wales and they had restaurants and uh, basically we grew up around these these restaurants right. I remember every weekend they used to have the same people sitting at the same tables and they, we knew their families. We went to, they even came to our wedi- weddings in the family. They were so mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. Is uh, repeat customers every weekend. Mm-hmm. They never had, you know, all these software like MailChimp, but they never had nothing. They had a book and a, a pen. They knew everyone's name, everyone's birthdays. They had all this kind of customer engagement. Just a little simple restaurant, you know. There's no, there's no recessions there. Now. There's, no, uh, there's no economic downturns. they just, the restaurant was always busy and people would keep coming so i've i've grown up to know uh, to know that if as long as your your basics are good your service is good you look after your clients you you go that extra extra step to make them keep them engaged and mm. uh, keep them as part of a kind of your business community then you know you, you'll always be okay so you know, um,
0: that's really interesting you know have you ever read that book book of happiness by tony heisen I haven't. I have Honestly, you need to read that book, man. He was the former CEO. I mean, he's passed away. He passed away like, uh, about six months ago, uh, in a fire, but he was the former CEO of a company called Zappos and, okay. uh, which is an online shoe retailer. And, uh, Zappos, uh, went into an industry which was completely flooded, you know, with, uh, online shoes and that kind of stuff, but they wanted to set themselves apart from all their competitors. So what they did is they, uh, They wanted to create what they call the wow factor. (laughs) And the wow factor is is that they wanted to do something completely different to what their competitors were doing. And theirs was all about creating wow. So every time you purchased a pair of shoes from Zappos, you'd get maybe a gift or a phone call or something that would enhance the customer service. And their thing was all about How can we create happiness? How can we spread happiness? Not just internally, but to our customers as well. Because if we can make our customers happy and our staff happy, we can make our shareholders happy. And he disrupted the market completely. Um, He sold out to that. He sold sold that business out to Amazon for a billion dollars. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's a great book. It's only a a small book, but it's, it's it's, it's just a really great book. And, you know, I, I, it was one of my first entrepreneurial books, actually, and I just learned so much. There's, there's things about culture on there, there's things about standing out USP and creating the wow. And I mean, again, you, you kind of highlighted the, the kind of wow factor in your own business and stuff, which is, which is really interesting. We've got the Game Changer Summit coming up, which I'm really super excited about. Tell us a little bit more about what you're going to be talking about because we have a... a oh my God, the lineup is insane. Is it absolutely insane. But listen, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be talking about on the summit.
1: Yeah, no, it is a, an insane lineup. Um, I'm going to be... Speaking of my favorite subject, guess what it is? Go on, then. vision. Vision, vision. Yes. <laughs> stick to your, your vision, and it's something that I learned later on, and I and I hope from my talk, uh, people get inspired to really, really stick to it. You know, yeah. like it's one thing I wish I would have done earlier. I mean, we're doing okay, but uh, in general, I think uh, people underestimate what they uh, what the, the the power of having a really strong strong vision, mm. um and, and once you stick to it, all these other things kind of added on so yeah i'll be going into that you know what's really
0: interesting when you when you said the word vision do you know what as an epiphany just hit me just like that have you ever seen that marvel marvel movie and there's this blue guy called vision and he's got this star and, 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 <laughs> and i don't know why it just came to me just then and i'm just like oh you can read people's minds and you can see the future and i was just like vision and, and just the way you said it i was like oh wow that's just amazing uh you probably <laughs> i don't know I, i'm just what was it uh i can't remember the name of it wasn't it like um you know with all the X-Men. action heroes what was it called
1: X-Men? Was it x-men no not
0: x-men it was uh it was later on it was um Oh, it was... Uh, oh, with the...
1: yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Something like that. Yeah, 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 something like that. But they had this guy called Vision in there, and he was blue, and he had this, like, special kind of crystal in his head, and he could see into the future and kind of... Yeah, but anyway, that's completely yeah, random. This is
1: it. <laughs> with, with, vision. <laughs> with Vision, it's it's just a word, obviously. But then, it, you know, if, it's something that, um, you know, I've, I've learned to value kind of after a good few years of business. and uh, and once i really stuck to it everything kind of fell into place very cool
0: and and i guess with with regards to um you know i was going to say with regards to the summit i guess what you're going to be also sharing with you're going to be sharing people how to actually implement this stuff as well because you know i'm a big believer that you know great going to you know virtual summits conferences and stuff like that you know i i hate those types of summits where number one it's you know, death by PowerPoint, because I hate that crap. Um, (laughs) The engagement is about this big. And then... And then you've got like virtual summits, which are just basically a sales platform for people to sell their crap. And I hate that too. Uh, By the way, this is not one of those summits. I just wanted to point that out to you listeners, okay? Uh, And I just wanted to, I know what most of you are thinking right now. Oh, it's one of those things. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, Haroon's gonna be telling you some stuff and sharing some insights about how you can actually implement this stuff in your business. And that's the big difference. So, uh, and, and by the way, I forgot to mention it's free. Okay. Free. It means you don't pay a penny. Okay. So you've got no excuses in that, <laughs> but listen, last question, future of uh, skin HQ.
1: Like I said, brand ecosystem all around skincare. So we, 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 uh, we carry on with our mission, opening uh, branches around the world, working on technology to help people uh, maintain their skin health. Love it. And uh, we're just going to keep moving, keep things, keep things going. Yeah. Sticking to what we're already doing.
0: Fantastic. Listen, I just want to say thanks so much for being on the show today. Really appreciate that. Hope you, I hope you had some fun.
1: I did. I did. Uh, It's always fun speaking to you, uh, Adam, and uh, I look forward to the summit.
0: Absolutely. Listen, guys, if you've enjoyed today's show, make sure that you connect with Haroon on social media. You can click on his links below. Just mentioned uh, the Game Changers Experience podcast about where you actually listen to him. You can also listen to him on the Game Changers Summit, which is going to be coming up January 27th to 29th, 2021. It's going to be absolutely epic to say the least. We have such a massive lineup, 24 speakers, three days, 12 p.m. start, UK time. Because I know that a lot of our listeners are all global, but it's 12 p.m. GMT. You have no excuses. It's a free, uh, it's a free event, guys. Just click on the link below. You'll see the you'll see the uh, the lineup is incredible. Listen, whatever you're uh, doing, uh, whatever you're doing today. Happy Thursday, happy Friday, whenever you listen to this, and we'll see you soon. Take care. Have a good one. Hey, you guys. I just want to say thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the Game Changers Experience.